I mean, it was a debate that was better than a presidential debate, but, like, could the dude just shut the fuck up and let Senator Harris talk? <sighs> let me go ahead and drop the intro first before you even get into it. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lone Hoso. As a reminder, the content of this podcast may cause you to feel strong emotions as no topic is off limits. Now, with that said, keep in mind that the purpose of this podcast is to critically think about our thinking to make our thinking better. With that said, let's get to it. All right, all right. Gonna go ahead and get episode 19 housekeeping out of the way. At the time I'm recording this, October 7th, we just experienced the vice presidential debate, the only one that we'll have this election cycle. It was a clear difference, but let me give the guys out there a pro tip. When talking to someone else and that person happens to be a female, don't talk over them and don't talk at them. Talk to them. It's a pretty good piece of advice there. Now, it can't come off as sexist in appearance. It also is just plain fucking rude. Hold your thoughts. Let the other person communicate what they want to communicate. If you disagree, you disagree. You can still state you're disagreeing. I doubt very seriously we're going to run out of time for you to state it. But just, you know, take it easy. You don't come off as being more right. You come off as being rude. Or in Pence's case, and that fly to land on his head <laughs> like a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. But on to more serious things. I say more serious, and quantitatively, it is definitely more serious. So, little Brianna Taylor update. A second grand jury member, number two, there's always more than one, uh, is speaking up and stating that the Attorney General of Kentucky didn't present the case to them as the Attorney General should have. Basically, instead of presenting the case in the shooting to the grand jury, the Attorney General just said it was a justified shooting. So he took that away from that power from determining that away from the grand jury. That's not really cool. That's not really how you do things. You went through the trouble of impaneling a grand jury, yet you don't want to give them all the evidence, which is interesting because this this uh, individual that was on stage with Senator Harris tonight, Mike Pence, was talking about how the grand jury had all the evidence when actually they did not. That is factually incorrect. So just a reminder that standing up, raising your voice absolutely matters. And it's it's not always the easiest thing to do. In, in dealing with things like this in public or that the public is aware of, sometimes there's more to a story. So as I've said before, new information might make you make a different decision or a different valuation of a circumstance that's presented to you. So take the time and learn a little bit about what's going on. 
That stuff matters. Good for them, though. Those two grand jury members standing up and saying, hey, that guy, he, he didn't do what he said he did. And just for the record, we tried to get him to do it. Mm, mm, mm. But good for the people of Louisville, Kentucky, that they got people willing to stand up and try to do what's right. That's it. We go jump in to this week's topics. The first topic this week is pretty big in nature, and that is we the people. You may recognize that as the big, the first three words to the preamble of the Constitution. It's a it's a phrase that many people are familiar with, but haven't really reconciled how important it is. But I got context is important. So what I'm going to do for you, I'm actually going to read the preamble of the Constitution for you. It's pretty short, so it's not it's not one of those audio books where oh God, you going into constitutional law. No, 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 nothing like that. But I want you guys to hear it. So, the preamble of the Constitution, it states, We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Now, these ideas that, by the way, were taken from the philosophical enlightenment period, John Locke, you know, look into it if you like. Pretty cool readings. But these ideas presented in, in the preamble are actually quite large. Similarities to the writings of the Enlightenment period, you have to really get into why they chose those words. Because it was a big deal what they were doing. After the Revolutionary War and them writing a hate letter, I'm sorry, the Declaration of Independence, that was really a hate letter to the King of England, and deciding to start their own country, they presented ideas that were pretty grand. The first few words, though, they're very important. We the people, not them folks, not some of us, but we the people. We have a responsibility to keep this nation going. We the people. For some, that may seem a bit daunting or uh, even impossible, really. That notwithstanding, let me show you how it's really neither of those things. It's not really daunting. It's not too tough. It's literally, literally what we have the power to do. Since it's election season, allow me to first remind you that the voting registration deadline is passed, but it's go time, November 3rd. Many states have early voting, like in Texas, we started voting October 13th through the 30th of October. So check your Secretary of State's. It's really easy, and you're looking for the .gov websites. Now, vote.org is a good place. It's gonna put you 
and that it's going to take you to the same place that your Secretary of State would. But make sure you're getting good quality information. And to show you how big this election is, it was reported by MSNBC that over 500% of voters are voting or have voted compared to this same time in the 2016 election. So people know it's a big deal. Now, that's not saying if it's for one candidate or the other. We we not doing that. We, we can't really assert that yet. Ballots aren't being counted yet, but people are out there voting. So, back on topic. We the people vote. We represent what makes up we the people and we choose who represents us in government. Now that seems kind of obvious and almost unnecessary to say, but it's just a reminder, we're in charge of that. So how do we select them? Well, I have a tip for you. This election isn't just made up at the time of elections. Oh no, 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 no. We are selecting them if they're incumbent, meaning they're running to keep their office, we're selecting them while they hold their seats of power. We're looking at how they vote, what they support, if they are representing our community's needs at whatever level of government, state, municipal, the city or township if you live, that you live in, or on a federal level. Their record is public, their voting record is public. The bills that they put forth to become law, those are public. Now, some people might not know this. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this down for you. Senate.gov and House.gov. Those two websites are where you could go to look at what's going on in the House of Representatives and in the, and in the Senate. So here's the deal. You don't just look at name recognition. That's that's too easy. Mm -mm -mm. You can literally look into bills that he or she has put forward, put forth, sorry about that, how they voted on them, and I cannot stress that enough, that's why I'm saying it again, and if they sit on any committees, what actions those committees have taken. This isn't just selecting, it's investigating. Now, you may be saying, oh, so come on now, we ain't got time to be reading all that. But let me submit this for you. If you can follow a sports team, if you can track when it's time to get your hair cut, if you can track the seasons even, if you can track what time to leave to avoid traffic, you have the power, usually within your hand, and if you're listening to this, it's safe to say you have a smartphone. Unless you're listening on a computer in which it's safe to say you have connections to the internet. That means Senate.gov and House.gov, you can visit whenever you want. House of Representatives, they have two-year terms. And about a year of that two-year term is really campaigning, truthfully. That's how it breaks down in real life. The Senate purposely has longer terms. It's a more deliberative body. It's like a freaking iceberg moving through the ocean. 
So they have six year terms. But you have the power to see what those people are doing. And the cool thing about it, I get people don't want to read, but you can go to the table of contents on bills. Yes, it's broken down that simple for us. You click on a bill to say, for example, HR1. The table of contents will tell you everything that's in there. It will tell you what terms mean what. They will tell you how this affects other laws. It will tell you what exactly this bill is meant or what exactly a bill is intended to do. Our representatives, our senators, we, the people. Now, a question may be raised like it's it's a pretty pretty honest question it's a good question to ask well what about those people that say one thing and then they do the opposite thing once they're in office vote they ass out now sometimes you have to wait sometimes you can't just get them out immediately however If they're saying, I'm going to stand up for you. Oh, I'm going to stand up for infrastructure. We need roads. We need bridges built. Our freeways, it's kind of a trigger word in Texas because our freeways always messed up. But anyway, our freeways need building. Well, hold them to that. And you can literally look and see if they are working on that. So what does this mean for we the people? As I've said before, and I'll say again right now, we, the people, are in charge. We, the people, control so many things that sometimes life just, we get in patterns and habits of doing things that aren't necessarily normal, like having to deal with politics. Sometimes it's almost, uh, I... See if I can say that better. So we get we get we get into positions where it's harder to deal with politics because it's so emotional and it's so so much. I don't want to bring that up because it might offend somebody. Or a, a podcast episode I posted a couple of weeks back: the relationship with the truth. All I'm talking about is truth here, folks. It does not matter how you feel about the truth when it comes to somebody saying they're going to do something and and then they don't do it or don't even make an attempt at it, they didn't do it. You have the power. Now, something else that I have to address and I still don't get, I, I kind of understand, like I understand what it means literally, but I don't, I can't feel why people would say this. They say that it doesn't matter. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Well, people that vote on name recognition, for example, I give you all a real life scenario. There was a, a representative, John Conyers. He had a Ford dealership in Detroit where I grew up and people voted for him. Now, I've always been kind of a different person with politics and political science type stuff, but they never really said why they were voting for him. Just, oh, that's my congressman. I'm going to keep voting them in. Some people even went to, I've heard this said, oh, I got to keep a black man in power. Why? 
Now, it's, I'm not saying don't support black people. No, 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 no. But if I'm saying if he's been in there for 20 years and you haven't seen any noticeable change from what the federal government actually controls, why would you keep voting them in? Fun fact. Years ago, there it used you used to be able to drink when you were 18 in some states. Hell, some states you can actually get married at 14 still. That's a whole nother podcast. We're not going to get into that right now. But then came money for highways. Then came money for not just repairing, but building new highways to help out cities. The government said, look, we need to make the drinking age 21 or y'all not getting any of this money. The states were like, hold on, chief. Wait a minute. You can't tell us how to let our people drink and enjoy themselves. Like, yeah, got it. We know that at 21, people are generally more responsible and are more developed physically, biologically speaking. So you're going to make the drinking age 21 or y'all not getting this money. Ever wonder why the drinking age is 21? It's money attached to it. So, when people say they are just in charge, they, it'll always stay the same, that is because they, the people that might be saying this craziness, aren't taking their own power. They aren't taking into their hands the ability to affect change. And it's not always quick. There's a book by Hobbes that refers to Leviathan. And without getting into it, a Leviathan is just, just a big thing. The United States government is like an aircraft carrier. It's not a speedboat. So it's not going to change course super quick. It's going to take some time. But... Just like with the aircraft carrier, if you try to turn it or make the rear end yaw, because that's how ships turn. If you try to make the ship yaw, which is turning, and then you change the direction or you give up on that direction, it's still going to keep the same course. We are in charge, y'all. Please vote. If you are registered to vote November 3rd, vote early if you can. Be safe, wear a mask, and all that good stuff. But we, the people, we run this. Don't let your power go. Don't do that. On to topic two. For the last topic this week, I'm going to go ahead and discuss what I heard on the debate with uh, Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris. I don't know how to say what needs to be felt and how our country can be better, it can be better led. I don't know how to say you should know what I was saying you should know. So what do I mean by those two things? If you live in this country, tonight's debate gave you a chance to see two 
dynamically different visions of America. On one side, it was, oh, things are good. We're doing an awesome job, but people are suffering. People that are unemployed are giving up on looking for jobs because it's so tough. Meanwhile, the people that can help aren't helping. Hell, there's even some states that overpaid in unemployment insurance. They want their money back. That's, I mean, that's normal. That's not like the state getting you. They just gave people too much money. Now they want it back. And then on the other side, you got to see what we need to do, what we plan to do, and the record of what we have done to help people in the past. So when I say I don't know how to say what should be felt, it should be important how these people perceive what they say. And sometimes it's not only what they say, it's the fact that they have the audacity to say it. So many people know that 45 knew about how dangerous this COVID-19 joint was way back in January, early February. Yet he was saying, oh, it's a hoax to the public. But he was telling other people, no, this is a real deal. You can catch this shit just from breathing in the air. See, that's a problem. So you, you shouldn't say that or you shouldn't be able to hear that and then feel nothing. Because you should feel like a leader should do more than that, in my opinion. Then when you look at the contrast and people like to... I was just discussing this with a friend, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw it in there. Throw red herrings into arguments, which is just a, just a kind of a smokescreen thing. Well, Obama had H1N1, and they had 16,000 people die. Okay, first of all, bitch. They had 16,000 people die. More than one person dying from a disease is bad. So... Are you saying that it was okay that it was 16,000 or 200,000 people are okay, but 16,000 people dying are bad? That's weird. Can't be saying that. That doesn't even make logical sense. Then you have to look at what happened. Obama went through H1N1, Ebola. We didn't have outbreaks. We were building back our country. We're building back from a depression-like economic collapse that was caused because we decided to put two wars on credit cards that had the money to pay for. And then we bailed out the banks, which by the way, again, as I said before, that's socialism. We decided to bail out the banks because they were too big to fail. So I can't make people, I don't know how to say to make you feel it, but you live in this country. So you should feel the need to have better leadership. With the other thing, I mentioned them saying it. Man, we all know 45 will lie his ass off. The uh, A freaking horse can spit on him and it can be recorded or broadcast live on TV and he'll say it's raining. Oh, it's a light rain. The rain just went away. And then some people will just say, well, he must know what he's talking about. Why would the president say anything else? No, truth is truth, lies a lie. So in seeing the way, not just the way, Pence was stepping over Senator Harris and getting more time and doing a little sexist shit. But he had the audacity. He had the, he felt that he should, and he is right. He felt that he was right to say the things that he was saying, saying that we did a great job 
with 200,000 people dead from COVID because they mismanaged it. We did, we, uh, we did something that no other nation can do. Okay, fine. Every other developed nation is doing a lot better than us. In fact, a lot of nations aren't even accepting us because we haven't got it as far as traveling because we haven't got our stuff together with COVID. So I don't under, the ability to say certain things, that should charge people up to say, no, that can't be the right, that can't be the right move. That doesn't even make sense, man. Like we can see you. So the debate tonight, I don't think it's gonna move anybody out of any camps. Like people that's 445 are for them, people that are for Biden are for them. But I'm not trying to speak to them. I'm trying to speak to the people that don't think either one is a good choice. We have one with a proven track record. And I'm talking to everybody that might think that there is no choice this election. So everybody else should stand by. I'm going to get back to Eric for the rest of us later. But for the people that think there is no choice, think about where we are now. Do you want more of this? Because sitting and doing nothing is going to allow this to continue. And as I said in the first segment, we control it. So just saying that, oh, it doesn't matter and probably go win anyway, can't not try. This is, I won't use the dramatic terms like this is a fight for our nation, but it is a fucking fight. And it's a fight for better because we can be better. I personally don't believe that we've ever really lived up to the words in the Constitution or the preamble or the Declaration of Independence. Well, we kind of sort of did live up to the Declaration of Independence because basically we were saying, okay, King, what we not going to do is fool with you anymore. So technically we did that. Yes, there's things that we can deal with better. Yes, systematic racism exists. Yes, police brutality is still going on. No, that does not mean that police officers are bad, all of them. It means that the the bad ones need to be dealt with. Yes, they need to have sweeping changes to make it easier for people to point out the bad and then make it easier for people to prevent the bad from happening again. But if you're not willing to work on that change, what are you even doing, man? It's confusing to me because it's like if you're thirsty, you get something to drink. If you're hungry, if you can, you get food. If you're tired, you get rest, but you just gonna let bullshit keep happening? So, this for everybody else now. Come on back in. Thank y'all for standing by. (laughs) What we witnessed tonight was, first of all, was way better than the presidential first presidential debate oh my god that was just trash but we witness in a very distilled form in a very clear and easily digestible form how different our nation can be just with leadership because as fucked up as it is right now i know that's a harsh word for somebody to hear and if you're offended by it that's unfortunate As fucked up as things are right now, it can be worse, but it can also be better. And tonight in the debate, 
during the debate, we saw that. That was my big takeaway from it. Most of the stuff we they discuss, I mean, I'm not super well-read as, say, a professor, but I'm pretty well-informed and decently read. Like for the Paris Climate Accord, when talking about we got out, parents talk about we got out, President Trump took us out of that, okay, idiot, well won. The only thing that it was saying was, we are promising with you all that we are going to do things to make it better, make our planet more livable, affect carbon emissions, affect the ability to breathe clean air, drink clean water. And by the way, you don't get that by rolling back regulations. Regulations exist. Small political science lecture. lecture. Regulations exist usually for the better. I used this example before, but it's, it's, it's the most easy, easily understandable one. The seatbelt that most of us put on when we drive at one time was seen as a bad thing. Because some people, and it's true still, it the seatbelt can cause injuries that lead to death. That's just a thing. But the car, the way the cars are designed to take impacts, how they crumple up a lot of times, newer cars, it looks a lot worse than what it is because the car in crumpling up absorbs the energy that would be transferred to the body. That's why they do that. But people thought, oh, I'm not wearing a seatbelt. That's affecting my freedom. Literally arguments that were made for it. But it's much better than flying through a windshield. I guarantee you that. That windshield ain't going to work out for you. Y'all, we got to make a change. We have to be observant. We have to, we have to know that if better is possible, then we got to work towards being better. That's what was on display tonight. Status quo, same old shit, just a different day, or let's be better. Shit is hard right now for a lot of people. Hell, 45 even got COVID-19, which by the way, I don't I don't give a damn if he got COVID-19, COVID-18, any of the coronaviruses. If they sending out more checks, go ahead and let that do that because people need that. People not working out here. Families are hurting. Food lines are still a fucking thing, y'all. But that's what was on the display. That's my only piece for, or that's my only real takeaway. Bullshit that's going on now versus hopefully a better situation. So I would say again, this November 3rd, please vote or vote early if you can. If you vote in absentee, follow every single direction. We can be better. I know we can. This isn't some wishful thinking. I just know that we can. Human beings are too awesome and we've done too much to not be able to make our situations better as a nation, as a people. So with that said, thank you for listening to episode 19, almost at 20, I can't believe it. But thank you for listening to episode 19 of the Keys to Gems podcast, and I'll see you next week.